campers or rangers of Reddit. What's the most unsettling, creepy, and or supernatural thing that's happened to you while in the woods? Two tents. Next to each other about five feet apart. In the middle of the mountains. Had my three little brothers in one tent and me and my GF in the other. It's night time and we have just put the fire out. So it's dark. Everyone is in their respective tents snoozing off into dreamland. About an hour later I'm the only one awake just daydreaming. Suddenly I hear soft human-like footsteps circling our tents over and over. Confused. I ask who's there with no response but continued footsteps so I stepped outside. No one. Footsteps stop. I go back into my tent. Footsteps start again I make my presence known and go back out. No one. Footsteps stop. Of course I check on my brothers but they are asleep and sound. I repeat this same process about 4-5 more times believe it or not. Law. Footsteps always stopped. Ended up just going to sleep to the footsteps and not giving a ref. When morning came I asked my brothers how they slept and they responded with, fine. Except for you walking. Loudly. All around the goddamn campsite all night. Buddy and I were hiking at dawn during a camping trip. Walking along a path and I hear a zing like a bird chirp by my ear. A second or so later a tree kind of pops next to my buddy. It's at this point we realize there was an accompanying crack and we'd been shot at. We informed the park ranger around noon he ended up finding an old guy hunting illegally. Not sure if he was charged with anything. If he found a guy hunting illegally. The guy went to jail. On a road trip with a friend. And we hiked into a trail in Colorado one evening to camp so we wouldn't have to pay for a campsite. Found a little clearing by a stream. My friend set up a tent while I decided to sleep under the stars. Right as we were getting ready to go to sleep. Another woman showed up and pitched her tent in the clearing as well. I hadn't been feeling well that day plus we had the hike in with all our stuff so when I slept I slept hard. Woke up to a ranger shaking me and asking if I saw where the bear went. Bear? What bear? Then I look up and see the woman's tent just shredded. Turns out she had left her food in her tent that night. We hung ours from a tree. And a curious bear came by at like 4 in the morning to have a snack. In tearing into her tent. It ended up breaking its claws across her forehead as well. She decided to gfo. Though why she didn't bother waking either me or my friend up to let us know about this very hungry bear nearby, I don't know. Anyway. Pretty freaky thing to wake up to. I'm just impressed that a hungry bear ripping open a woman's tent and sending her, presumably, screaming off into the night wasn't enough to wake you. I need your sleep skills. Just a few weeks ago we were on a road trip from BC to San Diego and we came upon a campsite just outside of Crescent City, California. We drove through. One side of the campground was relatively empty. I noticed a few scattered tents but nobody close to the location we ended up picking. We had tons of space. We wanted an early night so I started a fire while my girlfriend started cooking. We ate. Had a few beers. And climbed up to our rooftop tent. Tepu, with our dog by 9pm or so. I had a rough time sleeping and woke up a few times but finally fell into a decent sleep. In the pitch dark with all of our tent windows and canvases closed I was awoken at 1am by someone whistling outside of our tent the tune of when the saints come marching in. After a few minutes of this repetitive whistling I nudged my girlfriend who awoke and was obviously freaked out as well. 
The whistling then turned to chanting things like when you sleep here you disrespect me. And when you disrespect me you disrespect the US Marines. The person would then start spelling out words like FLE. The verbiage and tone kept getting more aggressive so we decided we had to make a move. I slowly unzipped the tent while our guard dog was snoring and got my head out of the tent. I took a few seconds to let my eyes adjust and figure out where the person was. I felt more confident once I could somewhat see and hear so I climbed down and the girlfriend passed me the dog and she climbed down too. We flipped the tent up without securing it and we jumped into a truck, while the person was still whistling, to a motel in Crescent City. The next morning we drove back to get the few belongings that weren't in the truck and a family who had been camping a few sites over said it went on for another 2-3 hours and it was the scariest thing their family had ever experienced. Your guard dog doesn't give a single F mayo. Camping with family friends up in the mountains. Sharing a tent with my brother, call him Luke, and another friend, call him Evan. Luke. Evan. And I weren't tired when everyone retreated to their tents for the night. But the fire was dimming out and we were bored so we went inside our tent to watch Adventure Time. We all passed out after a few episodes and I woke up sometime during the night into an episode of sleep paralysis. I have weird sleep habits and experience sleep paralysis every few months or so. For those who haven't had it. Basically you're awake but you cannot move. And sometimes experience auditory and visual hallucinations. I was aware of this so I didn't have a full on heart attack when I started hearing shuffling noises outside my tent. Which continued and got louder and closer until the fabric of the tent itself was being touched by something. My computer hadn't yet died so I could see my surroundings in the dim light of the screen. I watched the fabric compress as something pushed against it sporadically about 4 feet off the ground. Then moved around the tent towards me. I watched three distinct impressions follow this creature around the side of the tent. It looked like a claw. I was terrified and filled with adrenaline but another part of me remained calm. Assuring my body it was all a dream. I couldn't do anything anyway. So my fear was pointless. But as I continued to observe it my sleep paralysis began to fade. And I realized I could move. No longer so convinced I was dreaming. I reached over and shoved Luke awake. I tried to get him to look and see if there was really something there but I must have sounded like I was sleep talking because he just rolled over and went back to sleep. Waving me off. Eventually the rustling stopped and I was tired and groggy enough that I quickly fell back asleep. In the morning I'd completely forgotten about it. That is. Until my brother-in-law, who was in the other tent, call him Dean, said to us, it's a good thing we put the dog in the car last night. There was a bear here while we were sleeping. Dean pointed out the tree where we'd strung up our trash, so animals wouldn't get into it, and the fresh, gaping claw marks about 9 feet up the trunk. It hit me like a truck. I had seen the bear and calmly watched it test the fabric of my tent 12 inches from my face. TL. Doctor I had sleep paralysis while camping and thought I was hallucinating a wild animal trying to get in my tent. It turned out it was real and it was an enormous bear was solo backpacking and decided to stop for the night as it was right around sunset. Got everything set up and I heard a car on a road about 1500 feet. From my position. Honestly. I didn't even realize there was a road there because it was up a steep embankment and I couldn't see it. So I hear this car. Then it slows. Then it stops. Then the doors open and close and the car drives off. 
I hear a group of men talking. But they were too far away to make out what they were saying. By now the sun has set and the men begin using flashlights. They appear to be descending the steep embankment towards me. I'm not a little concerned as nothing about this is adding up. I figure if they get any closer I'll try to quietly escape and leave my gear. They stop about halfway down and then. They start fine digging. With shuffles. Now I'm shitting my pants. They dig for about an hour. Then stop. Then I hear the car return. They begin to ascend up the embankment but before they do. They shine their flashlights down onto my position. I don't move a muscle and they didn't seem to notice me. I just sat there. Didn't move a muscle for at least an hour after they had gone. I packed up and moved about a one stroke four mile away. Deeper into the woods and well of the trail. Just in case they had seen me and were going to come back for me. The next day I hiked out. Found a park ranger and gave him a map that I had drawn of the area and where the digging had taken place. He asked me to accompany him to the spot. But I refused. Camping with two friends. Middle of the night. All three of us inside square dome tent. Just chilling out. Chatting. Lights are on. One side of wall begins to cave inward. As if there's strong wind or something one pushing on the side of the tent. Everyone is freaking. But I assume wind. Chill out guys. Proceeds to jump up and punch tent wall. Connect with something one feeling of punching flesh is unmistakable. Now I freak out. What who did I just punch through the tent wall? Convince friends it's smartest to have a look outside the tent. But it's 15 minutes later by the time they agree. And there's nothing there. Curious black bear. You punched it and it was like f I can't even see this guy he must be top shin left. This ended up being funny but at the time freaked me out at first. My wife and I were camping in one of the national forests in the mountains in NC. We were in a campground but not a lot of people there and the spots were semi-private because of trees and foliage. So we had just settled down in the tent and I was just falling asleep when through my eyelids. The whole tent lights up. I jump up and go out of the tent thinking someone is messing around. Not a soul or any noise. Nothing. I go back and lay down. And just falling asleep again. When it happens a second time. Same routine jump up check and nothing. So this time. I lay down but stay awake and have the tent unzipped ready to jump out and catch whoever is shining a light on the tent when it all lights up again. And I saw what was doing it right away. Fireflies were landing in mass on the tent and then they would all light up at once. I guess when I would jump up. They would fly off. Then settle down again after I got quiet. I had a good chuckle over that one in the end. They were just trying to give you a thousand hugs. Went camping with my girlfriend last year. We arrived to the campsite only to see the ranger putting up signs stating that this was the last weekend the campsites were open due to the end of the season. That night we decided our tent was not going to keep us warm enough so we slept in the car. The next morning we woke up and noticed a huge paw print on the back window right above where our heads were. Thankfully we didn't have any food in the car but still creepy finding the bare paw print. Just a few weeks ago we made our way to a very remote valley that is very difficult to access think walking on one inch ledges. Dropping into narrow crevasses. Etc. The valley ends in a sharp drop with a waterfall that is about 100 feet high. We were almost at the drop when we heard a whistle. It sounded a lot like a hiking whistle. 
but we only met one group of people the entire day. And they had stopped way before we did as they thought the mountain slope was not passable. According to our calculations, that group should have long left and headed back to the base camp. So it made no sense. Then we heard another whistle. We yelled hello. And immediately we heard a whistle back. The whistle was coming up from the thick trees up on the very steep slope of the mountains encircling the valley. The slope was about 75-80 degrees. The only way we could make it up there would be if we were pulling ourselves up by tree branches and roots because it was so steep. Just as we were debating whether the whistle was indeed a hiker's whistle, a helicopter suddenly rose from behind the waterfall. It rose right above us. Then turned around and flew away. It was an unmarked helicopter. And the nearest airfield is about 100 miles away. We figured they had to have a search mission out for someone. So that must have been a hiker's whistle. However, it was strange that the person would whistle repeatedly, but never yell back. We yelled again the whistle recurred. Suddenly, we heard the helicopter rotor again. Not 3-4 minutes later, we saw the helicopter rise above the valley again. Hover for about 30 seconds. Then fly away over the mountain. We went ahead and crossed the creek to climb the mountain slope. We scrambled up, grabbing onto roots and branches. The whistling ceased. We yelled a few times and no response. It took us 4 hours to make our way out of there after. The bushes were so thick that at times we walked on branches above the ground and I could not see my hand in front of me. I still have no idea who was whistling it was a very mechanical whistle. I've been out in the wilderness quite a few times and have never heard a bird whistle that was anywhere close to that. People whistle instead of yelling when they've lost their voice for whatever reason.